0: Alright everybody Welcome back to the Cool Kids Lunch Table Podcast With PJ and Mike I'm Mike I'm PJ This is our second episode And if you're back from the first episode We want to, you know, welcome you back to listening to us It really means a lot to us If you're a new listener You know, you know welcome and uh, find a seat at our table Because we've got a lot to talk about today um, We'll be reviewing uh, two films Scream 6 and John Wick 4 PJ's going to talk about, uh his concerns about Joker 2 and you know, with jo- uh, Joaquin Phoenix. And yeah, we just talking about uh, movies in general today. So everyone, uh, get your uh, lunch boxes ready and uh, we have a lot to get to today. So PJ, what's happening, man?
1: Um, just real quick before we start, I want to give a quick shout out to one of our uh, listeners that are in Ireland. We had <laughs> one listener from Ireland. We really want to find this guy so or, or girl, whoever they are. If they can just give us a quick email at uh, coolkidslunchtable at gmail.com. We'd love for you to reach out to us. Um, you've made us an internationally listened-to podcast, so we're really happy that you're on board with us and you're at the lunch table.
0: Yeah, yeah. You always have to be lucky charms. Yeah, thank you. That means a lot to us. And whoever, and whoever listens to us, you know, thank you for giving us a chance. Um, yeah, but today, PJ, I want to talk, start off with talking about, like, a, just a childhood memory. Okay? Sure. You remember, like in elementary school when, you, you know, it's time for... Our class or gym or lunch you know the teacher's like all right everyone line up single file or um you know two two lines single file and then someone had the job whoever whoever was last online had the job of turning off the lights closing the door you know and I remember that was like a really big deal right it gave you a sense of responsibility a sense of independence you know I never really wanted to be the, the guy in front because that means you actually had to like Pay attention, and, you know, and I didn't really like that feeling. But being the last online, like I said, was was like this big kind of moment, you know. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna close, the, I'm gonna close out the classroom, you know. And I feel like nowadays, if you, you know, if you told, you know, a kid to do that, like, hey, Billy, can you turn off the lights and uh, close the door? He'd be like, is there an app for that? You know. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, and that's not a shot at today's generation. I'm just saying, my point is, and this goes into our movies is that, you know, we're making things that are simple complicated, and it's actually difficult to make things simple, you know?
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I also did not want to be the last person in line because I didn't want the responsibility of closing <laughs> the door or shutting the lights, and I didn't want to be first because I didn't want to be that close to the teacher. I want to be middle of the pack, middle of the pack on that line. Right, right, right. That was, that was where I wanted to be. Um, but for a movie, you kind of want to be in the front of the line, I think, because you want to really, you want to stand out.
0: Oh, yeah, oh of course, and I think... You know, these two movies we're going to talk about today. I know Scream 6 has been out for probably a month and a half now. John Wick 4 just came out like a week ago. Um, But I think both these movies um, try to be, they both fail and um, succeed at the same time. You know, and I'm trying to be as objective as possible. So we're going to start with Scream 6. So Scream 6, all right, so Scream 5 was just simply called Scream you know it was basically a yeah. it was a reboot. I
1: saw Scream 5. I did not see Scream 6 yet, but I saw Scream 5. Right. And to to be fair, I mean it was a a fine um reboot,
0: you know, remake. I mean everything about it was exactly the same. It takes place in the same town, you know, more or less the same characters. Obviously it's a remake, but um it even takes place in the same house. I mean it's really um you know, even the movie they acknowledge. It. I mean these are spo- light spoilers here, but just to give you some kind of premise about how the screen, the new Scream series works. You know, there's some old school characters come, that come back. Nev Campbell and um, Courtney Cox. Um, she's not. Uh, Nev Campbell didn't come back for Scream Six. But um, just to give you some context, so with the new, the remake, with Scream Five is basically um, the main character. Her name is Sam. She is the daughter of Billy Loomis. That was the uh, killer in, the, in first, the first movie. The, the very first okay. movie it was with the two guys. You know. Matthew Lillard. Yeah, that was Shaggy. Yes, him. Okay, right. Yes. and the other—I don't know the actor's name—but he's the one. Basically, at the end, he has the blue jeans, white T-shirt. Okay, kind of a good-looking dude. That's this is his daughter. Okay, anyway, there's another killer after her. You know, basically, uh, rinse and repeat. So, you know, when the fifth one, she, you know, survives, blah, blah blah, and then they move to New York City. Okay, with her younger sister, who was played by Wednesday Jenny Ortega, it's kind of been blowing up right now. Um, and it just takes place in New York City, you know, they're in college now, and someone else takes on the mask. Alright, so, here's the nitty gritty. And that's basically the story. They just moved to New York City, and then someone else that's stalking them, trying to kill them, you know. Um, look, this is a bad movie. It stinks. You know. Is it? Is it, it that bad? I mean, it's not the worst movie of all time. Okay. You know, but for another one of the installment, it is forgettable, it is cheesy, it's not even scary. I don't i don't i think a lot of horror films today rely on jump scares which is are fine if they're done right you know and this almost just seems like just not scary at all
1: i would think at some point the scream movies for me anyway have become just overly just like overly predictable you kind of know when they're going to be a jump scare you know the plot already going in Ghostface is going to call somebody and then he's going to murder him like that's the Mm -hmm. plot of all of them now so I'm not I love the first one. I love the first oh, one yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. that's a classic. It, uh, mm-hmm. The more they make of these, I find the worse they get. Yeah, exactly. And this one is
0: just, you know, um really just fails on all fronts. And I'll I'll let me just start with the good before I start really ripping it apart. But the good, like I said, in terms of acting, the main leads, I think they do a fine job. I don't know the name of the lead actress who plays the main character. She plays Sam. The girl who plays Wednesday, Jenny Ortega, she's fine. I think she's probably the best one there, not because she's really big with Wednesday. She kind of seems she's like a you good know, actress. Yeah, You're very. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was the girl from Heroes in it again? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, hey, she uh, came back. Uh,
1: Panettiere. Yes. I think I said that right. She's
0: in it. Her character is fine. Um, I'll just, I like guess, slight spoiler. She's a FBI agent now. Okay. And uh, yeah, and it doesn't that doesn't work because, you know, when her character appears, you know, she's like. I'm not saying FBI agent can't be bubbly, but she did like. Why do you think FBI agent? You know,
1: um, she's gonna become in, like a, what a
0: blazer and stern. You know, when I she think is F- the
1: opposite yeah. of that. Like yeah, because when I think FBI agent, I think like Fox Mulder, yeah, something like that, like mm-hmm. in a suit, kind of right, not goofy, XY very thing. serious, like that kind of a vibe. Yeah, because
0: I, I don't know which one she's in. I guess Scream three or four, whatever it is. Um, but I'm guessing her character is, like a teenager. Yeah, and she still acts like a teenager. So I don't. I, for me, I'm like I can't. You know, imagine um the fbi having someone with this kind of
1: personality yeah okay
0: yeah you know, maybe maybe they're not on duty but it's <laughs> trying to solve a uh, you know a murder i don't know if you should be this kind of chipper so she's i mean she hey this is the script that they're giving you can't you got to work with you got um and i guess the only thing i I do like the uh, ghost face himself uh i guess the costume i like had his mask is kind of withered and spooky uh, looking, I like that, but that's, honestly, that's the only thing that's going for this movie, is, you know, some okay acting, and, um, some nice costumes, but other than that, I mean, this jump scares don't work, um, there's, like, way over the top, I think they're just trying to compensate for the lack of scariness, and it's just like, look, I don't mind seeing, I'm not one of those people, but it just seems like you're seeing someone get stabbed multiple times, and it's
1: just way over the top, it's like, okay, (laughs) And Scream's not that kind of – I think it's a slasher movie, but what I, what I think of Scream, yeah, they get stabbed and there's murdering, but I don't think of it as like a really gory, bloody movie. Not like a Saw where you know going in there's going to yeah. be some gore and there's exactly. going to be some – I don't think of that for Scream. Yeah, I think it's more of movie. a – It's mm-hmm. more of like a jump scare and then a murder and then you move on. I don't think of it as a gory type of movie. Yeah, so when people get killed, it's
0: – I mean you don't see guts falling out, nothing like that, but it's it's pretty, pretty gruesome, you know? But um, for me, it just didn't really match the tone of the film, which I think is the most important element in any film is the tone. It has to be consistent. And I know with the Scream films, like it kind of has, you know, it's kind of meta, it's self-referential. Like, oh, you know, all horror movies have these rules, and that works. They they definitely call that back, which is fine. But the gore doesn't work, and it takes place in New York City, which I was really excited about because I like how the trailer looked. I'm like, okay, it needed that. Instead of that small town, I don't know right. where it took place. Indiana, Ohio, I don't even know. I know it's Woodsboro. I don't know where that is. I think it might be a
1: fake town right, for okay. all I know.
0: <laughs> but uh, I thought the New York I'm like, okay, but the New York City, you know, setting doesn't, it could be taken It could be less, anywhere. It could have been a space station. It didn't mm-hmm. matter. what you said. because I think I was like, all oh, right, because that what okay, this could add a different element, a sense of spookiness, because New York City itself can give that kind of vibe.
1: New York City could be a character in the movie, like exactly. it just There's so much going on in New York, and there's so much character to the city. The trailer looked really cool because there was like a subway scene, yeah, mm-hmm. and that looked to me like the best part of the trailer when they were getting yeah. trying to get away from Ghostface and everything in the trailer, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have, like I said, I haven't seen the movie yet. I assumed I would see it when it comes out on, I don't know, Netflix, Paramount, whatever it's going to yeah. be on. Mm-hmm. I didn't think this is when I needed to spend the uh, the money on to see in the theater because, they're at this point, they're all the same. They're all very derivative, yeah. and mm-hmm. I didn't think I wanted to spend the twenty dollars to see it. No, in the not theater. at all. Yeah, and just with the ending, um, it really
0: becomes like super villain of the week kind of thing. Kind of felt like I was watching like Power Rangers, and just that's not a knock on Power Rangers, but um, it just kind of seemed very. Childish, be like it was me all along, and I'm like, no one does this meth- exposition, you know? Because right. I was like, when you do the reveal, I mean, I, you know, spoiler, there's a reveal, of who, right. who the killer is, um, and it just felt like, like what? It was does very it,
1: underwhelming yeah. and like, does it come across as like very Scooby Doo? Like I would have gotten away for it, it wasn't? kids yes, it, it yeah, comes across it like that. Like, okay. It
0: actually becomes a cartoon at the end. It okay. really does feel like, you know, actually when they're running Scooby Doo, he's like running between the doorways yeah. and he's like disappearing. It kind of felt like that one point. Wow. But um. And just kind of going back to simplicity, you know, I just, I feel like, I mean, who am I to give movie, uh, uh, you know, ideas, but I really think if they could just break it down to something simple, just, you can use, you know, uh, Sam, that's the main character, but have it be a copycat killer. It doesn't have to keep being some kind of lineage. Oh, it was my father's brother's sister's roommate, you know, from, you know, I mean, that kind of thing. Just make it some nut, like, make it like a David Fincher film, like, and you can make it more psychological, you know, or, night, like, night Jill right. and you know, all that kind of vibe. Because I think it could actually work, you know? Um, they try to do, uh, put an element, because I think, I actually like this element, but at the same time, it doesn't make any sense in terms of the story. Um, the main character, she has hallucinations of her father, Billy Loomis. Okay. And he, like, gives her advice, like, you gotta do it, you know, go, like, basically turn to the dark side, so, you know? <laughs> So he's
1: in the movie? He's
0: in it, but, like, in hallucinations. Okay. But the thing that doesn't make any sense, she's never met her father. He was dead, or maybe she was an infant, or Exact storyline, right. but she, you know, wasn't like a toddler, and you know, and if she did. She doesn't know him because when we see the audience see him, sees him, and she sees him, he's basically dressed up in that basically the final act of okay. one where he has a white t-shirt.
1: He's right. kind of messed up
0: looking. How would she have that hallucination unless she saw photos? But
1: she she wouldn't know exactly. So right. it just doesn't really work because it's way, more for the fans watching the movie than it is for the character in the movie. Yes. But you. Okay, I get where you're coming from. But I, um, I kind of like that aspect of that
0: psychological thing. But I'm just saying, I think the Scream series could go into something well. But they kind of just do a kind of rinse and repeat. Because, look, they make a lot of money. It's, it's cheap to make. They, make, they cost $10 million to make. And they make $80 million. From them. Right. So it's really, they need to pick, make some extra change.
1: <laughs> now, now yeah. I've seen all the Scream movies up until this one. Um, but I don't remember most of them because you don't watch them all the time. He's dead. So right? Who Billy was? Loomis. Yeah, he's he dead. stays very dead. He doesn't he's, come back. No
0: no no. This yeah, he didn't come so, back until I guess screen five, the so, remake, and he but he comes back right. with a hallucination. So, so how you know how does he have a kid? I guess he fool I guess in the I guess in the first one they, I mean they established how she's like they, Oh, they explain it? Okay. Yeah, I don't like, want sp- yeah, to any spoilers to I can't but, remember. Okay. It's in the fifth one. It's okay. The, yeah, they I don't really okay you know. Um like there's a lot of exposition, like a lot of explaining. Because
1: you know, that's what but, you want in a horror movie: lots yeah. of talking. Yeah, you just gotta,
0: you know, like I said, I think they just kept it simple. You know, even simpler, I think it would work. You know, so well, it doesn't know. need
1: to be that deep for a scream movie. there's yeah. a guy in a mask is gonna stab somebody. You know, what's mm-hmm. your favorite scary movie? Like, I don't need a lot. I just need give me the. He talks on the phone. He creeps people out. He breaks into something. He stabs a guy with a gun. Mm-hmm. I don't need much more. Yeah, I didn't. I don't need a lot of talking, a lot of explanation in a scream mm-hmm. movie. Right. I'm not looking for it to win an Oscar. I'm not winning. It's not winning a Golden Globe here. Mm-hmm. It's it's a. It's gonna be a cheesy horror movie, right? And I'll, I'll, you know, I have all the. I'm not really a big horror film fan, but I do like the Scream
0: movies better than like the Annabells, those kind right. of things. That supernatural, I get yeah. kind of very bored with. I kind of like this, even okay. though it's just, just not a good movie. <laughs> okay. I'd rather watch this than those. Those movies I find really unbearable. But uh, I would give Scream Six a four out of ten.
1: Four out of ten. Oof. Mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah. Four out of ten. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to be bringing back. I know what you did last summer, also. Yeah, I heard that's coming back. That's another one of those same kind of horror movies. I wonder how that's going to turn out to be. Right, but I don't
0: want. Like, I don't want Jennifer Love Hewitt in it. Like, just make it something completely new. Well, I mean,
1: um, if Jennifer Love Hewitt looks now like she did then, I, want, I think she yeah. Then I mean, I she could be want, in it. Yeah, she yeah, she yeah. could be in it. That's fine. Hello, yes. Exactly.
0: hmm
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then going on now to John Wick Four. Okay. Right. Before so, you start John Wick 4, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a pop quiz. Oh! Yeah, pop quiz. Now you love a pop quiz. Um, Keanu Reeves mm-hmm. in this movie plays John Wick. He has played a character with the name John only two other times in his career. Okay. Can you name the movies where Keanu mm-hmm. Reeves has played a character named John? I think I got this, PJ. Okay. I think it's Johnny
0: Utah from uh, Point Break. No. No. It's not.
1: Oh, that you played Johnny mnemonic yeah, got, giant sorry. mnemonic okay giant mnemonic I'll give you one more chance to get the next one um damn I thought it's not Johnny Utah what the hell was his name in Point Break um, I don't remember his name in Point Break but I don't think it was John oh maybe oh, I think it was Jack and Speed yeah um you know the movie you definitely know the movie is he, it's a DC, DC movie if that gives you a hint it's a DC oh, movie oh Constantine Constantine okay that's okay. it yeah I'll give it to you I'll give you partial credit yeah! Right, right. I got to check Point Break. Okay. Maybe you're right. Maybe his name is John, but I, I when I looked yeah, into it. Johnny, Utah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Maybe you're right. When I looked into it. I didn't see that one come up. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm wrong. Mm hmm. Anyway. Real
0: quick, yeah, before we go back to John Wick 4, just because you're uh, with. Um, you know, Catherine Bigelow directed um, Point Break? She went out to do the Hurt Locker and. um. I didn't know that. Uh, uh, my God. Zero Dark, Zero Dark, dark, dark 30. 30. You know? So she's actually very. <laughs> oh, so Obviously, very good at making yeah. action films. So. Yeah, yeah. So wanted to point that out. But uh, John Wick four. So this is the fourth and final
1: film in this series. Is it the final? Is that official? It is. It That's is. That's a bummer because I love the first three. Mm-hmm. Haven't seen four yet, so this is gonna be a, a yeah, fresh yeah, yeah. take, a fresh mm-hmm. review for me. But I love the first three. I think mm-hmm. um, the first three movies from John Wick. Uh, Keanu Reeves' best franchise because he's done a lot of of movies where they have sequels in their franchises. You got your Bill and Ted's, you got your Matrix, you got your John Mm -hmm. Wick. And I think this is his best role. I I love the first three Mm -hmm. in a big way. So I'm really excited to get to see this one. I'm excited to hear your take on this one. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, just to give some background what John Wick is about, just to give you... And it's very simple, which really works. So, basically, the we'll start with the first film, and it kind of carries on. So, in the first film, he's an assassin, you know, um, you know, a hitman, basically. Right. And he goes into reti- retirement, and while he's retired, his wife passes away, and she gets him, uh, like a, pe- a puppy. Um, some other gangster inadvertently steals his car and kills his dog, and this makes him come out of retirement to seek revenge. And ever since that movie, he, uh... He had to get back into
1: that criminal underworld, right.
0: and he's been trying to escape it ever since. He trying to win back his freedom.
1: And that's so. a believable plot, because I have a dog. And if anybody in this world <laughs> wants to hurt my dog, they're right. going to get the full John Wick. Mm-hmm. They're going to yeah. get the full experience. Um, and, and that's what I think makes the movie so good, is you can relate to the character, even if you're not a hitman, right? But you can relate to how something like that could trigger a person. Yeah. And I think that's what makes the movie so great, is you want to see him get the revenge mm-hmm. in that first movie. Because, uh, like, you heard yeah. his dog. You deserve to get yeah. all the John Wick you can get. So mm-hmm. I think that's what makes the first movie good is how relatable it is. Yeah, I think that for sure. And, look, the action is great in these films. It's not quick editing. It's you have,
0: They're long takes, very much like a um, like a Jackie Chan, those kind of uh, um, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Like, you see it's just yeah. one
1: shot. You've seen it. The, these hit, are not... modern-day martial art films. Yes. Uh, they have mm-hmm. long action takes. They're, they are very much filmed in the vein of those old school martial arts movies, just in a much more modern setting. And I think, I I mean, people don't watch those old martial arts films as much anymore as they used to, but they're great to watch. Yeah, and Uh, they still hold up, really, They do, they really do. And uh, and this is just in that vein, and that's why I love it. But yeah, with uh,
0: John Wick, um, yeah, with the fourth one, you know, it's the final chapter, and... I think the first one is still the best one. I love the second one, you know, just as much as the first. But the first one, I think, still rules over all of them. I think John Wick 3 is probably the weakest one. But now we find ourselves at John Wick um, 4. So, I want to preface this by saying, before I saw the film, I watched reviews. Non-spoiler reviews, because I really wanted to see, um, you know, what they said. So, I agree with some of them. Some, I totally disagree. But um, anyway, going in, I wasn't biased or anything, I was, like, I was excited, you know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. I didn't watch maybe maybe two reviews. Um, but anyway, so I'll just give the plot for John Wick 4. Very simple, which works. So And we'll keep it as spoiler light yes. as we can,
1: but if there are some spoilers, that's going to happen. We're yeah, talking about well, it Yeah,
0: nothing major. They'll be very minimal. Um, nothing that's going to affect the any surprises right. or anything. So with John Wick 4, uh, basically... To win his freedom, he has to challenge, I'm making this as simple as possible, the main boss to single <laughs> combat, okay? when they when In the movie, when they it's in the trailer too, when he said single combat or <laughs> I kept thinking of Mortal Kombat. Finish him. Fatality. And I kept thinking like, man, I mean, Keanu right. could turn into like Luke Hang, you know what I mean? <laughs> but when, he, when they say that, it really made me think of uh, Mortal Kombat. It kind of... Squ- somewhat feels like that because he's almost torment fighting he's the way he's fighting everybody you know the big guy all these kind of um challengers and everything like that um but yeah we'll start we'll start with the good we'll start with the acting look keanu like we said this is one of his best roles i think his best this is probably one of his best neo from the the, from the matrix the first one we know what the matrix is king um i really like him in speed you know I think for me that's like his triforce, you know, his holy trinity of his roles. So you don't my, put
1: Ted in, Theodore Logan in that, huh? No, nah, he's great in that. It's a very good movie. I but, love uh, all three of those movies, and I mm-hmm. think Ted Theodore Logan of the Wild Stallions okay. is his best role, and I think John Wick is his second best role. Right, right. I would probably say Neo from the first place is his best
0: performance ever, okay. and then probably John Wick, and then. Uh, speed really really holds it down.
1: Speed, speed is too. Speed still holds really. up. If you watch it now it holds oh, absolutely.
0: up. Absolutely. And that's another great movie that has a simple yeah. you know, um, premise and action actually helps advance the plot, which is uh, uh, what's what really works for a lot of that's how action movies should work is when the action advances the plot. But um yeah, great. He's awesome in it. Uh Donnie Yen, he's, he's like the um basically he's a character. he's a blind character. He's uh kind of like John Wick in a way where they were, they were friends, they're um but he gets blackmailed into coming out of retirement to get John Wick. It's not a okay. major thing. Um, Lawrence Fishburne's back in it. Ian um, McShane, he's back in it. He's great. He's so cool. Um,
1: and uh, the late Lance Reddick. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, this is his, so. probably his last role. I don't know if you filmed mm-hmm. anything else after I, this. This I might be the last time I you see him. I believe so, yeah. And that's a mm-hmm. great role. He was great in all these movies yeah, also. Yeah. Real real sad that, that guy died so young.
0: At the end of the credits, they have a little tile that they dedicated to him, which was um really nice. And that like the villain. I, I think the villain was very good. It's uh Pennywise, Bill Skarsgard. Okay. He plays the uh main villain, he's the final boss. Okay. Um, you know, he has a great kind of like French accent, you know, and I think he's he's in the film, he's I don't know if he is, but he's very tall, you know, mm-hmm. and um he has his, like his he has kind of weird eyes, thinking maybe in general, you know? Yeah, he, he's <laughs> so, a creepy actor. He does a lot of that, creepy roles usually. Yeah, so he plays a really good villain. You kind of hate him. And, you know, I guess... I'll get into what I didn't like, but it what, what kind of hurts, I think, the... John Wick series is like, you don't have a long-lasting villain. So if you would have introduced this guy, maybe even John Wick 2, it would have been a bigger build-up. Like right. Like, going to, you know, fight like the Like, he's main.
1: finally going to fight this guy. Exactly. Like, Star Wars, like Emperor
0: right. Vader. You have this build-up. Yeah. And you just kind of, you know, came here in John Wick 4. But, um, it's fine. I think another thing that works for these films is, um, um, just the, uh, the cinematography. Nice neon lights. You know, and then just... You know, it has a style. You see it. You know yeah. it's John Wick. Action is very good. Long takes, and the finale is very good overall. The finale works. Um, things I didn't like. I think this movie was too long. It's close to three hours. Oof. I think you could have cut a, an hour out of it, and that's actually an hour of action. This movie is mainly just action, which is fine, but it becomes very mindless at some points. Quite honestly, um, it gets a little boring. You know, okay. um, in my opinion, you know, it gets a little too long. And I think that kind of, other thing that kind of hurts this film is, I think as the John Wick series went on, he he becomes more and more invincible. And mm-hmm. this one, he is basically God mode. Okay. Like, he is just mowing everybody down. Which is, I mean, if with is a spoiler, we kind of know he's going to make well, it. Well, that's, that that's the right. plot of the
1: movie, is John right. Wick kills little right. people. He's really
0: like, I mean, at least in the first one, I mean, the second one, um, you saw him, he like got hit in the stomach, he he, he would starting you, you would see him out of breath, or you right. would see him like holding his ribs or going, like, ugh, you know? I remember when I saw the second one in theaters. Um, At one point, he, he's, whatever, he's, like, on the side, bleeding. He's, like, taking a deep breath. He's, like, right. relaxing for, like, a second. And I remember, like, these older women in the theaters with my brother, and they're going, ah, oh, the poor thing. He's exhausted, <laughs> you know? I swear. And you don't really get that in this one. And it's slightly kind of, for me, slightly takes me out of it. Like, I'm like, man, I mean, he, I mean, he really takes a... Like he takes a beating at the same time, he just doesn't. Like, I and mean, we know he's like, this is a movie, kind of like going back to *Scream*, where some people are like, how, how do they survive this? I mean, they got impaled or right. fell off a building. You know what I mean? But um, um, some of that, like I said, comes
1: up a little bit too cartoonish. You know um, what gets me about some of these movies where it's uh, one long take and you're just kind of following somebody through the course of like three days with no break. Yes. Like, when do these people go to the bathroom?
0: Yes, and that's the other thing. Like, I feel like the other ones, like, he kind of took him, And that's the other thing I want to... I felt like... Honestly, like, this isn't, like, like, I guess somewhat of a spoiler is, you know, not like in the first or second one, he will look on his cell phone, pictures of his wife right. or his dog. You don't... He doesn't mention any of his... About his dog or his wife until really the end of the film, which is fine, but I think you kind of needed those moments because it would make you kind of root for him more. Right. Like, he... Like okay, he's really fighting for his freedom to be back with his dog, you know? Right. Carry on his wife's legacy, whatever. Because that's what made it relatable. You know? That's Exactly.
1: Because otherwise yeah. you can't relate to that kind of character unless so, there's something there. Yeah, in this film, he never takes a break. You know, not that I
0: really want to see John Wick eat a burger, but, like, you want, I think you need those emotional moments to kind of yeah. help build him up. And, you know, because at this thing, he basically turns into the Terminator. Um, yeah, and... I just kind of, like I said, just... I said some of the actually becomes a little too cartoonish. I know all these moments and these movies have a light-hearted moment in it, which is fine. But some of it does kind of take for me. It gets a little too cartoonish. Um, but yeah, the, the ending is the finale is very good. Uh, you know, it looks like it's already inspired from like Logan and like Gladiator. These like kind of western type right. films. It doesn't. You know, um, it's really good that kind of sense of it. Um, these are some things I I. I like, but didn't like. So they look. There's a lot of references to kung fu movies and um, other movies. They do a little, uh, basically a recreation of. Them. Remember the Warriors? Yeah. When she's like on the radio, like all right, they're boppers. <laughs> you know, like we're looking for the Warriors. You know, and they play the song. Get ran right. Yep. So they do that, um, but and they you actually see the uh, the DJ put like a 45 on. Okay. But they don't play the actual version. Like they play like a new version of like I'm like I'm like did they film in my head I'm like did they feel like it was going to take the tone of the film away I'm like you have cartoonish kills and stuff like that I think their regular I don't know if it was too expensive for them kind of for me it blended into the background I'm like ah it kind of been a good moment to have that kind of song playing and they also play another song Rolling Stones which I was very I love the Rolling Stones I worship them they play Painted Black but they don't play the, the Stones they play some other It takes the scene takes place in France, so they have a French version, which is fine. But this, I think, it would have been more impactful if they used their... And you see them putting on forty five, so you're assuming it's going to be the real version nowadays. Finals big, but I really think you know. But that didn't kill the film for me. But like I said, overall, John Wick um, was very good. I don't think it's you know, I think a lot of people are kind of overpraising it. Quite honestly, you know, Um, you know, and I think I think this. In the movie theater, when you basically know the movie's kind of wrapping up, someone let out a giant loud fart. (laughs) Okay? And, um, you know, people almost started clapping for that guy who (laughs) let it rip. But uh, I think that was kind of almost, uh, you know, representation of the movie. The movie's a little gassy. What I mean by that is a lot of it is you could have cut some things out, a little too much gas in there. But the movie is fine overall. It's very good. I would probably honestly give it, like, maybe like 7 out of 10. Maybe if we really want to break balls, maybe 6 out of 10. All right. Excellent. All right. I'm curious to see how this movie is reviewed in the, in, in years from now how we look because right now um, everyone loves Keanu. It's right. the final chapter. Everyone's losing their minds. But I'm really curious how they um I going to judge this film in the past, like in the future like did it age well? Right. Way. I think it will, but it's not going to be as you know, um as revered it is right now, people. I don't think it's a mass. People calling it a masterpiece. It is not a masterpiece. It's not better than John Wick One. No way. I don't think it's better than John Wick Two. Quite honestly. Okay. But I think it's definitely uh, very good, though. It's a great f- finale. Very good.
1: I'm thinking we uh, we bust out a camera, and we mm-hmm. film a parody. Hear me out. Hear me out. Because mm-hmm. I have I'm growing my hair out. I got the beard. <laughs> Right. We call, I'm a big guy. We call John Thick. <laughs> yeah. And mm-hmm. instead of someone hurting my dog, someone steals my hot dog and <laughs> yeah. I go on a revenge tour mm-hmm. to kill everyone who stole my hot dog. I'm just yeah, saying yeah, yeah, yeah. millions of dollars in John Thicke. Mm-hmm. Now I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Someone raised the price at Costco. The right. Thing, the,
0: the price of hot dogs. And it now went up like, and now
1: I'm, I'm just mowing know. down people. Mm-hmm. I'm stabbing people with hot dogs in the eye and <laughs> stuff. It's John Thick. Coming soon, Lunch Table Productions. You're like pushing those carts, you know, what I mean? those <laughs> hot
0: dog carts. And you're like mowing people down. You're using like the umbrella from it, like <laughs> whoop, like harpooning people. Um, yeah, but that's that's my review of John Wick Four. But I do recommend it. Okay. Um, I do. And speaking of recommendations, when you guys hear this sound, that means it's gonna. Uh, you go to our website. That's uh, Cool Kids Lunch Table.
1: Uh, .podbean.com.
0: Thank you, PJ. You're welcome. And we're, on our page, we're going to have recommendations. And on that page, it's just going to have all kinds of links to things that we recommend. Now, we're not endorsed or sponsored by these things. These are things that we just enjoy that we think um, you would enjoy as well. But I do recommend John McFord and Seed in Theaters. Don't wait for streaming Seed in Theaters. Seed in Theaters. Make mm-hmm. the time? Absolutely. All right. Mm-hmm. But speaking of... Um, Things that are alarming.
1: You know, Ooh. PJ, I know you were very concerned about uh, yeah, Joker. I'm, I'm That's with very the, uh, I think that movie came out in 2019. It did. I think it was around there. And look, here's the thing, people. I, I saw the movie, The Joker. I'm a huge comic book fan, right? Thousands, hundreds of thousands of comic books floating around my house, my storage mm-hmm. unit, right? I've read all the Batman and all the Joker. Mm-hmm. And my problem with the first movie And I'll I'll preface this by saying I like the movie. I think it is a good psychological thriller, a good character piece. Um, It is not a Joker movie by any stretch. That's not the Joker for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, If he doesn't fall into a vat of acid, it's not the Joker. You know how I got these scars. But the movie was good. Okay, right. I was, think this wasn't gonna try to be like that kind of. Film. I know, but it's
0: taking you know.
1: But then just make it take. a movie. Then just don't call it the Joker. Don't cash in on the property's name. All right. Because well, it's not. But all right, all right, right, all right. right. It exists. Well, uh, yeah. As I say, one of my
0: rules for, for me is like tone. The most important part of the film is tone, and like knowing what it is. Like like right. it knows this is what it is. It's right. not like screamed Like I said, six. It's where it's a... Half cartoon, half reboot. I don't know what it is. No, the,
1: the, so I think Joker knew what they were. It making. did. God, the plot was very good. The the cinematography on that movie was very good. It just isn't a Joker movie for me. So that brings us to now, Joker 2 is coming out. and in so, mind it, it, so you like Joker 1? You like? You I know. like it as a movie. Mm-hmm. And I, I respect it as a movie. I don't like it as a Joker movie. Have you rewatched it since? I have. Do the you, the first you, time I saw the movie, by the way was a really great experience. Uh, it was. I saw it on during Comic-Con, actually, mm-hmm. in New York City, in New York Comic-Con. Um, the day was over. Mm-hmm. Uh, we finished up at, at Javits Center, and we had nothing to do that night. So we got something to eat. We were like, let's go see a movie. We're in the city. We've we got to kill some time. right? Let's go see yeah. a movie. And the Joker was on. So we were like, all right, we'll go see the Joker. That makes sense. We're here for Comic-Con anymore. We'll go see a, a comic book movie. It'll make it a whole comic book weekend. So I see the movie in, at, like, 10 o'clock at night, whatever, right? So the movie lets out kind of late. It's Mm. almost midnight. And we're walking home or back to the hotel because we were staying in the city. Right. And like I said, it's Comic-Con. So there were Jokers. On the streets oh, wow. of Manhattan. Right, right, right. After I just watched that movie where there were jokers in the streets yeah, yeah, of Manhattan yeah. murdering everybody. So they am like, this is creepy. Right. There's sure. some creepy shit right here. So I'm like, so that's how I saw the first movie. So even that made that a good experience. I just don't call it a Joker movie. Hmm. Um, I do like it though. I, I think it was an interesting take. I think it's an interesting character. I just don't think he's the Joker. Um, bringing me now to, to me minding my own business the other day, scrolling through social media. And I see a picture of Lady Gaga. Rah, rah, ah, ah, ah. Now, I'm not a huge Lady Gaga fan. I don't, I don't think she deserves all the hype she gets as a musician or as an actress. I just don't. Um, and I see a picture of her. And I don't realize at first that this is a set picture of Batman. Or, or the Joker 2, rather. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a, a picture of her in the city in yeah. some paparazzi shot. And then I and then I'm looking at it and I'm like, "Wait a second. This says this says it's a from a set from the And right. I I started looking and I'm like, "This is from Joker too. This is what Harley Quinn's going to look like?" And I threw my phone across the room. <laughs> and I said, "I don't want to see this shit. This is not Right. Harley Quinn. I I I don't understand. I know you have to tweak things and you can't keep it exactly like the comic books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has to be different and all. But why do you make a movie about a character that exists for years. And then just throw away the source material. Now, I haven't seen the movie, right? right. So I don't know what's going to happen in that movie. But that one picture alone does not give me a Harley Quinn vibe. It just doesn't. And and I know it's supposed to be a different universe, and it's a different type of movie, and it's not like a connected thing. Margot Robbie was a perfect, perfect yeah. Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn, nice to meet you. And this looks, to me, like... It could be anybody. Well, let me ask you this question. Well, first, I heard it's actually a musical. I don't. Know if it you
0: know is. It, so I can understand why they why they chose, want her. They chose her and because i was and I want to I'll get to my question to you. Is um, just I, this is why I think they got Harley Quinn involved. Um, Harley Quinn involved. Um, <laughs> Lady Gaga Lady involved. Gaga. Um, Obviously, look. I think she is a very good musician. She can. I mean, I don't love all of her music, but I think she has talent there. Okay. But I think the reason why she got the role is because number one, she could sing. You know, um, I'm sure she has some. yeah, you know, she's done movie before. And Todd Phillips is directing. And Todd Todd Phillips, he's the guy who made Hangover. And yeah. All those films. Um, but he um produced. He was one of the producers for A Star Is Born. I didn't know that he was a producer yeah. on that. So obviously. You know, she
1: sings in that movie with Bradley right. Cooper, blah, blah blah. So anyway, I think that's how that's she got he Here's yeah. what I think about Lady Gaga in this movie. Mm-hmm. I think in real life, Lady Gaga is an aging pop star falling out of relevancy, and she's trying to reinvent her career. And she says, "I can't. No one's buying into me as a musician anymore or, or a pop star anymore. My my skill set is I can sing. Let me jump into some movies where all my characters sing."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it just doesn't do it for me. Like. I, I can't picture her as the Harley Quinn from the comic books. And I know she's not the Harley Quinn from the comic books. I mean, he's not the... But then Mm -hmm. don't make it a Joker movie. Don't make it a Harley Quinn. Why? Why why are you making movies based on source material and throwing it away? Harley Quinn has existed before this movie. Mm -hmm. And that character will exist after this movie. And will always be more relevant than this movie. So why are you trying to change something that's... ah, Oh, it makes, makes me No, it's a fair point. It I, makes me I think
0: I think it's just a, a, about matching tone because you can't have Joaquin
1: Phoenix's Joker and have and someone Her- going like,
0: "How you doing, Mr. J?" Yeah, like, I, I know it's not gonna but, work,
1: man. I know, you know, but then like, don't, don't make this movie because no one asked I, for. I, I, don't like it. I don't like. I don't like the idea of it.
0: I didn't like the idea of them even doing a sequel to
1: this. No, because and now the first one as a standalone piece is fine, and it's doing a musical, Ugh. which is, real, I mean, I I mean, is. I mean,
0: I mean, is he gonna be Johnny?
1: Joaquin sang in Walk the Line. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. Johnny Cash. He yeah. didn't sing well in Walk the Line. Not that I should talk; I can't sing at all. But he didn't sing well. He mm-hmm. did his best. Yeah, he did it, Johnny he, Cash impression. Right, when he sang in that film, it was just okay. That's a
0: like it was just enough. good enough. It was enough, and it worked for the scene. Right. But to carry a musical, I, I can't say that. it. I can't I say really it. I don't know if he can carry. Like I
1: don't. That. I'm not looking you know, forward to it. I don't it. Really like musicals. I don't.
0: Why so serious?
1: <laughs> You know. I don't mind a musical. I don't mind some singing and dancing. It can be entertaining. I, it's just, I don't need the Joker to be singing and dancing. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know why they're doing it. Leave it alone. You, you, you made a movie that everyone was not sure about with that first one. Everyone mm-hmm. went in thinking, this movie, it doesn't, feel like, right? it doesn't feel like a Joker movie. Why are they doing this? And people left there saying, wow, that was dark and it was interesting. And even mm-hmm. if you don't think of it as a Joker movie, like I don't think of it as a Joker movie, but I can still appreciate it for what it is. Leave it alone. Yeah. Leave it alone. Don't make a second one and then don't make a second one into a musical for the Joker. Mm-hmm. Stop. Yeah. It's not hard. There are... The Joker has existed since, what, the 40s? hmm You have plenty of material to figure out how to make a Joker movie and then never has he been a singing villain. Mm-hmm. And And I assume all the singing is going to take place in his head because a lot of the first movie is oh, all... Right, all, right, all right, It's all in his head. Okay. A lot of that and things aren't it's actually happening. And I think production. that's what it's going to be and... I guess the plot of the movie is gonna be him somehow trying to seduce his doctor, Harleen Quinzel. Yeah, or well, from the the stills and some behind the scenes videos I've seen, it, it
0: looks like it's almost like she's leaving a courthouse, so maybe she's mm-hmm. trying to get him out of at uh, prison. Maybe she's yeah. maybe he's pleading insanity, so he's going. She's the doctor or something. Yeah, he's yeah. go, he got the death penalty or something. I don't know. But I'm just
1: like I, I just I want to go to the movies and see a superhero movie, and I want to feel like I'm watching the comic book come to life. Mm -hmm. that's what I want to feel in a comic book movie because I've watched these characters I've read about in my whole life since I'm a kid I've watched the cartoons the Mm -hmm. movies like and I want to feel like I see the comic book come to life and Mm -hmm. I don't feel that with this movie based on what I'm seeing in the first movie some of this the photos and the stills we've seen coming out for this movie I don't feel it I'm gonna see it I see all of these movies I'm a shill I know I'm gonna see the superhero movie they're gonna get my dollars but they're gonna get more of my dollars because I'm gonna to want to sit in the middle row, and I know you want to talk a little bit about that, oh, so we yeah, can talk yeah. about
0: that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I saw Wick Four um, at the uh, at an AMC theater. So if you, for folks who don't know, AMC has this thing now. When you buy a ticket online or maybe in person too, I bought a, my brother actually bought the tickets online. That if you want to sit in the middle, they're charging you an extra two dollars. Now look, I'm not cheap or anything like that, but it's getting way out of control. Because look, at, listen to this. So it's basically, it comes out to $18 a ticket, right? At the end of the, uh, when you first buy a ticket, it's 18 just to see a movie, okay? Oof. Okay. Then they charge you $2 more, right, for, uh, for sit in the middle, right? Then they charge you a $4 convenience fee. Jesus Christ. I mean, that's just, it's... I mean, that's robbery. But I want to tell these, I want to tell AMC, you're struggling since the, the pandemic. People don't go to the theaters anymore. Now you're going to, look, don't. Force people who do come who do come to theater to, to pay more, right? To compensate for your losses, I want to be like offer more. Yeah. I think if you are gonna do that, you know, you better give me, you know, give me a free box of peanuts or something. Like that, something. You know what I mean? You know, or uh, have it super clean in there. I don't or make it be very, you know. Uh, Storm with people being quiet, no cell phones, really break bowls. Don't charge me for this if you're gonna. I think That's, it's just ridiculous.
1: What's the incentive for me to go to an AMC theater and pay more if I can go to a United Artists theater and not pay more? Yeah. Because if United Artists isn't gonna raise their prices or any of the other movie theaters that are out there aren't raising their prices, why am I gonna go to AMC and have to pay more? To, it doesn't. I don't understand the logic behind it. They keep wanting my money to join their AMC Stubbs program, yeah. but, but then you, they want me to charge me more to sit in their seat. I don't get it. Right. I don't think it's a good idea. They don't want to be like convenience charge. This is an inconvenience yeah. charge. <laughs> like, yeah.
0: please, I just don't like. I just it was like, I feel like it just turned, it's just turn It's. I wouldn't be surprised if they're somewhat owned by like Live Nation or Ticketmaster. You know, who knows? There's some kind of you know, uh, some kind of monopoly, uh, uh, monopoly,
1: whatever it is. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna feel even worse about it too, because like. It's already expensive to see a movie. Now it's going to be even more expensive. And when you go to pay this much money and it's a shitty movie, you're gonna be like, "I paid extra to go see this." Oh. Right. And it's but gonna it's gonna discourage people from going to the theater. Man, I don't get why they're doing it either. Right. For my for my brother and I, it came out
0: to forty two dollars basically. All right, forty three. Okay, forty seven. Forty two dollars and seventy six cents. Okay. Like I said, that's 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 not two st- people. That's for two people. That's just to get in. Okay. let we'll say if you want to get a slurpee or you want to get um you know a a bag of popcorn. I mean, like, looks like you have a family, you know? Oh my God! I mean, for real, you know? I think it's it's way just to see a movie. It's just not worth it. And I'm gonna be like, well, this is why people aren't going to the theaters. I mean, if you're gonna start charging, like I said, this is we're not seeing a concert, you know? If I'm right. Trying to get up close to. I no matter what where I sit, I'm never gonna actually be able to touch, you know, Tom Cruise. Okay? Right, it's not happening. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna be able, to, you, know, gonna be able to, you know, it's anywhere. Want, it's the same thing. So, I think it's just ridiculous, and I just. And just going—just besides AMC pissing me off, I think what else is pissing me off is people in the theater. You know, when I saw John Wick—you know, we're, this is an old—it's all adults. You're not going to have little kids there. Do I have people talking, people on their cell phones? You know, I'm like, what is this? I'm like, I was like getting, like—you know, saying I'm saying, like, well, that's like, well, not like an old man, but it's like, can we have respect? Like, what happened to Common Courtesy? You know, like, uh, I don't really— and that's why I like, part of is like, you know what? I wanted to stay home, man. You know, good. Put it, put it, I'll, I'll, get, the, I'll get a projector at home. I'll watch it there. Cause it's getting out of hand, really. I think, uh, it's, really. It really is. And these are adults. It's not kids. If it's kids, sometimes I give a little wee where I was a kid once. I was a teenager. I'll leave. Sometimes I don't really care about that. But if it's an adult, that pisses me off. Kids, I don't really mind. Teens, doesn't bother me.
1: I went to a movie with a buddy once. Speaking of people doing things in movie theaters that are like, oh my God, how are you doing this in a movie theater? Ate a tuna fish sandwich. In the movie theater, and like the whole theater now smells like a tuna fish sandwich. I can't appreciate a movie. I can't watch the Avengers when I mm-hmm. when I feel like you know chicken of the sea is taking over my senses. It's like, I don't know. People do some weird shit in the movie theater. Um, but uh, I, I have a big TV at home now. I got a big, giant, you know, 4K, mm-hmm. super awesome TV, and I would just love to watch every movie on that and never have to go out to a theater again. And I All used right. to love the movie theater because mm-hmm. I'm a big movie yeah. guy. But now it's like if I sit at home. I can pause the movie if I want to go to the bathroom and not miss anything. I'm not paying a tremendous amount of money for crappy popcorn. Yeah. You know, i just rather watch it at home and and it's because the theater doesn't create a good experience anymore. It really doesn't. And one of the things, yeah, exactly. And one of the things, like, I don't I don't mind if
0: someone orders, you know, popcorn or a soda, but now they have you, I understand they're trying to make the theater, they're trying to get, entice people. And this has been for a while now. You can order food well, like I'm trying to. I'm trying to watch, John Wick, man. I, I, this, I swear to God, this happened. I hear someone go next. It's like, it's like, Mr. Wick, you know, well, you have to fight the main boss, at single combat.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and I'm just like, I got, you know, I got Keanu Reeves in one ear. I got, you know. Pepsi <laughs> Max, my other, and I'm just like, what are we doing here, folks? I mean, like, I know we had straws and, and stuff like that for decades, but it just seems like they're just, people are just, on this, they're just getting way too comfortable. Like I said, you have one guy farting during John Wick, you got people eating a turkey. Light. Like, <laughs> what are we doing here, man? Like, what are we doing? Like, it's th- what are it, we paying for? Almost. What the hell is this? What kind of movie experience is this, man? At like, most, it's three hours. It's three hours. You can't wait three hours to get dinner after the movie. Exactly. How could you enjoy the movie? That's like you're like, I can see where you're at home. You can pause it or if it's like, you know, it's just, we're getting way out of hand. You know, I don't know. This We got to just bring like some kind of like a classiness to the, like going and see the movie, you go on a date, that whole kind of thing. Now it's just turned into like, I get, we live in a different world. I don't know what else to say. Oh, uh, no, I think I hear the bell. I, I think, think lunch have, is over. I think the, uh, the, the warning bell is, has just went off, and are, uh, we're running out of time. But, uh, guys, you know, thanks for listening. Um, join us again here. We uh, release a, uh, a new show you know, once a week, and you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. But just go to our website
1: at coolkidslunchtable.podme.com anything else with you PJ no all the links to our social medias are on the, on the website you can also just go straight to, uh, to Instagram at, at cool kids lunch table if you want and if you follow us or subscribe on iTunes or Spotify you know we, we'd love it if you follow us subscribe uh, give us some five star reviews if you can it helps us out uh, like I said we, we just appreciate everyone who came back to listen for episode two and we're gonna see you next week uh, for episode three yep Same time, same table. All right, bye, guys.